Hey there, listener. Thanks for tuning in again to the Reformed and Confessional Blogcast. I just want to remind you that if you do enjoy the ministry that we do here with all the blogs and podcasts and uh, devotionals that we do pump out, you can support this ministry for as little as $5 a month from our Patreon page. If you go to our website, go click on support, you can get right to our Patreon page and you can choose the level that you'd like to support us with. There are some goodies that you get after that, but also just know that it helps us to keep this going, pay for the website, pay for the servers, pay for the URL, and really just have the time to get this stuff out there. So I do want to thank you in advance for your prayerful consideration for that. But now, on to the blog. Reformed and Confessional exist to promote Reformed Confessionalism, to proclaim the sufficiency of Scripture, and to extol the supremacy of Christ over all things. Abraham's Role in the First Advent by John Fry The Book of the Genealogy of Jesus Christ, the Son of David, the Son of Abraham. Matthew 1, 1. It may be strange at first to associate the patriarch Abraham with the first advent of Jesus. Yet, Abraham is in the first advent story, and his role is more vital than one may suppose at first mention. After John the Baptist's birth, his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and began to prophesy. Listen carefully to this prophecy for the mention of Abraham. And his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and has raised up a horn of salvation for us, in the house of his servant David, as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, that we should be saved from our enemies, and from the hand of all who hate us, to show the mercy promised to our fathers, and to remember his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our father Abraham, to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. Luke 1, 68-75 Verse 69 of Luke 1 clues us in on the fact that Zechariah is talking about Jesus in this passage by saying that God, quote, has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the day of his servant David, close quote. Then, Zechariah lists the reasons why God raised up this horn of salvation. One, so that Israel would be saved from their enemies, two, to show the mercy promised to their fathers, and three, to remember his holy covenant that he swore to Abraham. Zechariah's prophecy teaches that the promises of the Abrahamic covenant find their fulfillment in the horn of salvation, Jesus, and this is precisely what Abraham has to do with the first advent. A Path of Promise Let's rewind in our Bibles to the book of Genesis, when God first visited Abraham, His name back then was Abram. Abram, his wife Sarai, who would later become known as Sarah, his father Terah, and his nephew Lot, lived in a desert land called Haran. Sometime after Abraham's father passed away, the Lord spoke to him and said, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Close quote. Genesis 12, 1-3 This is the promise God made to Abraham that Zechariah refers to in Luke 1, when he says, quote, The oath that God swore to Abraham. Close quote. Luke 1, 73 One of the best commentaries you can find today, on Genesis 12, and Luke 1, 73, for that matter, is found in Galatians 3. The Apostle Paul, while discussing faith in his letter to the Galatians, brings up Abraham in Genesis 12, Paul writes, quote, Know then that it is those of faith who are the sons of Abraham. 
and the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel beforehand to Abraham, saying, And you shall all the nations be blessed. Close quote. Galatians 3, 7-8 Did you catch what Paul said there about the gospel? Paul said that when God promised his blessing to Abraham, way back in Genesis 12, that Abraham heard the gospel preached to him, the gospel of Jesus was preached to Abraham in Genesis 12. For this reason, we must understand that the good news, or gospel, of Christ's first coming was always God's plan to fulfill his covenant promises to Abraham. God's promise to Abraham was that, quote, in you shall all the nations be blessed, close quote. How does God fulfill the promise to Abraham? The answer is through the birth, life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Paul makes this crystal clear in Galatians 3.14. Listen in as Paul links together Abraham, Jesus, and the promise of the Holy Spirit, saying, quote, In Christ, the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles, so that we might receive the promised Spirit through faith. Close quote. So in review, here are the links in the chain that connect Abraham to the advent. In Genesis, God made a covenant with Abraham and promised to bless him and make a great nation from him. Then, at the first advent, Jesus' perfect life, death, and resurrection ensured the salvation of many. Christ's inauguration of the new covenant ushered in the indwelling of the Holy Spirit to all believers. In Galatians 3, the Apostle Paul reveals that those who possess the Holy Spirit through faith are counted as the offspring of Abraham, thus simultaneously providing the population of the great nation promised to Abraham and the blessing to all nations. Back to Zechariah's prophecy. Zechariah's prophecy in Luke 1 is an illuminating example of what the 12 days of Advent is designed to do. Zechariah reflected and projected. He reflected upon the promises made to Abraham and projected hope for God's people through the fulfillment of those promises in Christ. If God has granted you faith and repentance, then you are indwelled by the Holy Spirit, and you are the offspring of Abraham. Therefore, you stand as a recipient of the hope found in Jesus' first advent, fully realized at his second advent. How does this sound for hope? Quote, we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. Hey, just as a reminder, thank you very much for listening to the blog today. If you did like this material and you do like other material that we produce, please go ahead and share that with your friends and leave us a five-star review so that way other people can find us just as easily as you did. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Reformed and Confessional Podcast. We pray that you will be edified and emboldened to profess Christ and be unashamed of His gospel. Please visit us at reformconfess.com.